0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, Blessed and Free family, from wherever you may be listening from, welcome to another podcast from Blessed and Free 63. We'll start off with a prayer. Father God, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for your keeping care. We thank you for watching over us. We thank you for guiding. We thank you for protecting us. We thank you for giving us the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that we need, that we can walk in the newness of life, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of every good thing in our life. Father God, we pray now for our communities. We pray for our countries. We pray for our life. We pray for health, strength, and everything that comes from you and you alone. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Well, I would... I'll say that this word is um the, the second the second part of lessons from jeremiah so this is this is part this would be part two because i did say i did say that i would um i would share some of the lessons that i learned so this is part two so one of the lessons that i really learned from from nehemiah is that if you pray to the god of heaven he will answer and that God can turn the king's art in your favor, and God is able to speak to everyone on your behalf, if you believe in your heart that He will, and that also that you can never limit God, and that you don't need to hold back when you're asking God to do something for you, because there's nothing too big, there's nothing too big, or there's nothing too much for Him. Because I know when I started to read Nehemiah and Nehemiah was saying that Nehemiah didn't approach the king. He, he didn't, he didn't approach the king, but he prayed, he prayed to the, the God of heaven, because that's what he said. When he got the news, what, what, when he got the news, what was going on in, in Jerusalem, he prayed to the God of heaven. And he prayed to the God of heaven and then when he went in front of the king and the king asked him, the king asked him what was wrong because the king could see that there was something that wasn't right. And Nehemiah said that that, um, the the news he got about his homeland and about his people that, you know, it was bad. And the king, because Nehemiah had prayed first, he had prayed first because he had approached God first he couldn't have if he if he because if you approach the king over certain things that you're not supposed to the king it wasn't the king wasn't as as we have a we have a king in heaven that he said we can broadly come. To the throne of his grace. He, he gives us permission. And we got that permission. Because of Jesus dying on the cross. And the veil was ripped. But on the earthly. I tell you. Our heavenly father king. Is easier to reach. Than earthly, the earthly king. And, and. When when the earthly king. Saw. Naima. He knew that there was something wrong. And then. Naima started to talk and when Nehemiah started that other lesson that I've learned as well when you're in a king's presence and the king asks you what can I do for you you should just tell tell the king Jesus tell king tell the king our king what he can do for you because I remember that somebody gave a sermon well it was years ago when one of my son was in ministry and he the speaker that came to talk and he was saying that um how how that um we come to a king that that is rich and then sometimes we only are, and then we say are uh, we only ask him for a hundred pounds or a thousand pounds when we could ask him for millions well we know that he's not going to take out millions and give us but he's going to give a, he he gives the idea because we see, we, see, we see even in the natural world that when, when people get, a, get an idea and sometimes it might not look that, like, that much of a good idea to someone else because there's, there's been um, things like, is it Apple and uh, Microsoft and a lot of things that there's other people that were in it as well. But when they started, they got a little money and they thought, ah, oh, that's all it's worth anyway. And they went. And if they had stayed they would have they would have got millions so god doesn't he's not going to rob somebody's bank or take away somebody's money to give us but he'll give you you can either ask him for a thousand a thousand dollars idea or a million dollar idea and he's able to give you either one because i see that when um when when um nehemiah when the king said to nehemiah what could what um what can i do for you? what can I do for you And Nehemiah started to flow he said uh, i i am I, I, going to need this uh, i'm going to need letters I'm going to need logs i'm going Nehemiah started to flow. It didn't hold back because he knew that this is a king, a powerful king, and he asked him for letters as well that he could have a safe passage. And everything that Niamh asked for, when he got to where he was going, he needed them. So God would have told him, ask for this, ask for that, ask for this, ask for that. Yes. So don't hold back. God knows what you want. And sometimes in our life, we have to just get up close and personal to God and just tell him the truth. Sometimes we're going through doubt Sometimes we're going through, so we're going through, um, yeah, we're going through doubt. We're going through, um, you know, we're scared of certain issues, this and that, and we need him to strengthen us. And we just really have to go after, have have after, you know, after, have have the courage to just go say, father, I've got the, this, the, the doctor has said this diagnosis, but I'm scared right now. And I need you to change it for me because that's not what you said about me and it's just like when um when it's in the old testament when the king got a letter from somebody threatening him and he bought the letter and he showed the letter to god to say this is what they're saying this is what they're saying this is the letter that they've addressed to me but it should be to you because you're in charge of my life yes so that's what i learned as well don't hold back if if you've got an idea and it's a million dollar idea. Even if, you, even if you have to relocate to do it, but you really believe that this is what God has put in your heart that you should that you should do. Because you remember that He said that He'll give us the desires of our heart if we just push, push through and be honest. So Nehemiah, because when Nehemiah started telling the king, I'm gonna need these letters, I'm gonna need this, I'm gonna need that, and I thought to myself, wow. But the king didn't say, the, the king didn't say to Nehemiah, "That's too much for me to do. You can't ask me to do all this because um, it's too much for me to do." No, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. I think he added, I think Nehemiah added some more because then it, he then it started to talk about the time that he was going to be away, and if the king would allow that time. And the, there was nothing that the king didn't agree. Because the king was in a position to agree. And sometimes we forget that that um, our king is able to provide for us. He's a king of kings. Yes. He has made us kings and a uh, priesthood as well. But he's a king of kings. That's, that's a big title. And what I've learned as well. I've learned that. What Nehemiah has taught me as well. Is that. If you start moving. Based on what God has told you to do. You'll be able to do it. And it's not only for you. It's for, you'll be able to encourage. Other people as well. Because when. When. When, when Nehemiah went. To Jerusalem. And it. He went by. He went by night. He didn't make a big entrance. He, he, went, he went. by night, and when he said, when he, when he told when he told him about what he to, what what he had come for, because everybody wanted to know why he had come, and when even those enemies they ended up coming along, but there was people there that when Nehemiah started to build. That they started to build as well. That means that sometime when God gives you something. It's not only for you. It's for other people as well. That are waiting for you to take charge. That they can start building as well. Because when they start building. They come under your protection as well. You pray for them. You provide for them. Because it also said that Nehemiah fed a lot of people. And there was people that, they weren't necessarily all from Israel. There was other people that get that got fed as well. And, you know, when God has told you to start building a wall, don't stop building no matter what is happening. Because when, when Nehemiah started building the wall, there was people that were starting to come against them. But but Nehemiah made up his mind that he's not coming down. God has told him to build. He has asked the king, and the king has given him permission because that then the people come. The, <laughs> then the people that came is it sambaya or the, or the Tambiah, and they want to know it's, it's not it's not their business, but they want to know, have you got the king's permission? Have you got the king's permission? Even though it was none of their business. But they still wanted to know. Have you got the king's permission? And Nehemiah was able to say. Yes. You can ask, go and ask him if you like. Because he had already. Got it. Because what it is. That I've learned. People will always want to distract you from building. What God has told you to build in your life. Whether it's whether it's ministry, whether it's your work life, people will always try to distract you. And there will always be asking you, are you sure about this? Are you sure you can do that? Are you sure? You? They're always asking you something. And this is the way that the devil distracts us by asking us things that get, puts doubt in our hearts that we think, did, really, did God really say that we should do it? Yes, he really did. If you know God for yourself, you know his voice and he's telling you to do something you know that it's him you know the things that that was just your idea a good idea or the devil's idea cuz he gives ideas as well you know he gives ideas as well he gives ideas that when when you've decided that this 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 thing offended me but i'm not really going to say anything about it i'm just going to ignore it to just let it pass And yeah, and that's what you say, just going to ignore it. And then the devil comes to say, why should you ignore it? You've got a right to say something about it because he knows when you, when you're going to say what you're going to say, it's going to cause disunity. You're not going to get that blessing that God says that you get when everybody's at peace. So, so the, the enemy gives ideas as well. And it seems that you'll think it's you'll think that it's all right because you'll think i've got a right to my piece i've got a right to my this it's just like sometimes um (laughs) if you live if you live somewhere and you have a parking space at the front and then there's there's people that that's your parking space for your property and then there's people that come and they'll just park they'll just park there they'll just park outside there and they will park there, and from, probably they they leave it they leave it all day, and they're not really thinking that that person could be um could be a driver, and they might want to use the front park. And the, the enemy makes you get so offended that you go out and say something, and then after when when more important things come into your life, and then you think to yourself, well, if they really need a parking space. Uh, and I don't need it. Because if anybody comes to me. They can still park somewhere else. Why Why am I going to make a, a fuss out of that? Because the devil doesn't like you to have no peace with anyone. And he knows that when you don't have no peace. You can't focus as you should focus. So that's one of the ways that the enemy distracts as well. and And also... Another thing that I learned from from Nehemiah as well is that when we work together, we achieve a lot. Because the devil can't do anything about it. Because God has said, where there's unity, he commands a blessing. It doesn't say there may be a blessing. He said he commands a blessing. Whether it's in your home, in your workplace, in your business, wherever it is. He said, "Where there's a unity, he commands a blessing." So that's a lesson that's learned as well, and also a lesson that that I've learned is that when you put when you put God first, when you when you have compassion on people, yeah, and when you put people before money, because a lot of times a lot of things. Because I was watching a program, I was watching a program the other day. And you know, you find that there's some things that I think it came on the news. I think it came on the news, and but it's not, it wasn't come it. You know, it wasn't on the daily news like that you'd see because there's things that they they don't really show all the time. But it was another news station, and it was about the salt. It was about salt mines, and to be honest, <laughs> I, I I I don't know. I don't know where I thought salt came from, but actually, there is there is salt mines, and what it is is like it's just like the sea. It's like just water, and people have people have to go in there in the cold water, pay, and sometimes the, the the salt is is hard, and some and some of them are sharp edges as well, and you see. Old ladies in their 70s and all that. And they have to be standing in the cup water. And they're saying that there's some waterborne diseases and things that they get. And their clothes are wet and everything just to, just to take the salt out. And you think to yourself, there's people in the world that are going through some rough times. And it's just about being able to get the money you know to earn a living to be able to buy food it's so sad sometimes it's it's so sad and you realize that there's some there's a lot of injustices going on in the world and we we some of it we don't know some of it we don't know of because as i said if um if I had saw this about this salt mine, I wouldn't have seen that. And there's other things that you see as well. And God wants us to pray. To pray for those who are going through so much, so rough times. And that we should speak about it. Speak and pray about it. Tell people about it. to Pray about it. Because the next thing is that sometimes people will take advantage of their own because when Nehemiah found out as well is that so the the is, there's Israelites that that Adam um, would would take interest from other Israelites who that God had said you're not supposed to charge your fellow man, your your brother, for and there were is as if to say there was um there was charging them such a rate to to buy, that they that in the end. They took the houses, their families went into, some of their families went into um, slavery. And Nehemiah said that was wrong because how can you be taking away people's resources and then still demanding from them where they're going to get it from? And when Nehemiah spoke up about it, And made them swear that they're going to give back the the things to the people that they took from them. And they ended up giving it back. Because Nehemiah was ready to curse them. If they didn't do it. And it shows Nehemiah as well, the art that he had for the people as well. Because he ended up being a governor there for 12 years. And he didn't take any governor's pay. And but it was feeding other people as well, so compassion comes out of, of when you when you want justice for someone, compassion comes out of it as well. And that's all the lessons that I've that. Well, i haven't finished reading Amman chapter five, but because I remember when last year when I start when I no not last year when I start read Jeremiah before, and you know when people just used to talking about Jeremiah, and, the, and I thought to myself, oh, it's just about. Probably about one chapter. But then then when I started reading it, I realized that, I think it 12 chapters or something like that. It it, it wasn't as small as as I thought it was. But God has called us to learn from Nehemiah. To learn that we can approach him as king. We can be honest with him. And he hears and he answers our prayers. And when he answers our prayers and he tells us to do something... No matter what it is, don't bother think, oh, that doesn't make sense or whatever. Just do it. Just do it. If you hear a prophecy and you agree, you, you agree with that prophecy. Ag- agree with it because there's a prophecy reward. We have to realize that even when we're on earth, we're not of the earth. We're, we come from heavenly places. We're in, uh, seated in heavenly places. And in the kingdom of God, things work different than the kingdom of man. So we have to, if he says, anoint your body with this morning and night, anoint your body with that morning and night, because it's going to show you how things work in the kingdom and healing will come to that situation. Father God, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you that you teach us what we need to know each and every day of our life. We thank you that you watch over us, watch over our families, watch over our loved ones, heal our diseases. We thank you for our, oh Lord. That you forgive our sins. And as far as the east is from the west, you put it aside. And you don't want us to keep bringing it back either. Because you have put it aside. So Father God, today we thank you, Father God, for your healing power. We pray for those who are, who are dealing with cancer in their bodies, Father God, that you will remove it. We pray for those with diabetes, high blood pressure, Father God. Every form, kidney problems, heart problems, whatever the issue may be, Father God, that you will bring healing. We pray for those suffering from mental illness that you will bring healing. We pray, we pray for those suffering from anxiety that you will bring healing. We pray for those suffering from lack lack of finances that you will bring fi- of healing to that situation that finances will come. We pray that your goodness and mercy will do what only you can do. We pray for heads of government, Father God, that they, that they Father God, will, will do what you have called them to do. We pray for your goodness and your mercy, O oh Lord, that you will continue to watch over us, guide and protect us all. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Have a blessed day, everyone. Jesus loves you and so do I. And Father God, you have said in your word that if we come to you and we repent of our our, our um, sins and ask you to give us this life that Jesus died that we should have, that you will help us to move from darkness into your perfect light. You will help us to find a Bible-believing church who will get baptised. We learn the Bible and become your disciples and walk in the newness of life. So, Father God, we thank you for all that you're doing and all that you continue to do in our lives. Give us strength, oh Lord, in this news, in this time and in this season, to have an art of compassion, to love justice and to love mercy and to walk by your grace and mercy. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Have a blessed day, everyone. Jesus loves you and so do I.